So we did a really cool thing this weekend, my dad and I, in Kentucky yet again. It's weird. I keep ending up in Kentucky every weekend. Hmm. Um, did I tell you what we did? No, I had no idea. I was waiting to hear. Okay, so along with everybody else, we when we stayed in Kentucky several weeks ago, Holly and I, uh, we stayed in Airbnb and we found that um, uh, guest book where people kind of log in, like, "Hey, this is where we're from. This is the right. cool thing when we stay here." Blah blah blah. This is where we visited, and someone talked about Red River Gorge, which if you have not been and you're from Ohio, imagine. Um, a mixture of Hocking Hills in Ohio and Arches National Park in Utah. Oh, shit. So it's this conglomerate ecological area that kind of encompasses multiple state parks. But kind of their claim to fame is they have these natural arches that exist through wind erosion. Some of them are like, I don't know, 10, 15 feet high. Other ones are... 50 feet high and they look like actual bridges so like one of the lookout points is called natural bridge and stuff like that really really cool place if you have not heard of it or if you have not been definitely recommend it but in that place which i had already been to a couple of times the people that stayed at this airbnb mentioned that they kayaked underground what yeah so we're out of service and I'm just like fascinated by this idea. And I'm like, where would this be? What does it look like? So I look it up when I get service and it's this place. And I think it's called the Gorge Underground and they have kayaks. They have pontoon boats if you don't want to do that yourself. And they have stand up paddle boarding and it's an old limestone mine. It's like seven acres wow. of cave. And from floor to ceiling at the deepest point is 35 feet. Hmm. And in the 80s, this mining company was trying to expand the ceiling and whoop, oopsie, they hit a spring system above the ceiling mm. and water started falling from the ceiling from this natural spring. So um. Again, it, I think it was like five years that they evacuated and then they kind of just left stuff there. So now you can just go kayaking in this cave. It's, it's, a, they have tour guides and stuff like that. It was freaking awesome, man. So you go down in it and then get in a kayak. So yeah, they have, it's, it's a massive mouth. Um, that's kind of like dug into a mountainside. And you walk okay, down so it's this... not it's not like all I'm imagining like Harry's cave in Putin Bay, like self-contained no, a so hole you... in the ground or cavern. So it, it would have been if there wasn't water in it. Yeah. Because it keeps going down, it keeps sloping down, <clears throat> but it filled up with water. So it's it's kind of um sea level in a sense, but you're you go under a mountain. So there's a cave wall above your head. Got it. Um, but it's so cool. It's an hour long tour. Um, the tour guides are awesome. You go way back into the cave and they turn all the lights out. Um, Ooh, that would they, be scary. It's freaky. They stock it with rainbow trout. So there's all kinds of fish in the cave and they have lights installed at the bottom. So you can see, I mean, it's crystal clear. You can see down 30 feet 
Um, wow. Yeah. It's so I would definitely, definitely recommend if you're looking for something fun to do and something just totally different. I definitely had intrusive thoughts throughout. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. hmm, how often does Kentucky have earthquakes? What if that giant rock formation that has a crack going through right. it decided just to collapse? When was the last right time? How when was often, the last time like a, an engineer came in here to check the structural and like integrity. soundness? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how quickly can this water level rise? All that stuff. But survive. Yeah, I was going to say that that is like a, that's like one of your biggest fears is like not being able to get out of something. Yes. Claustrophobic and also afraid of like water to a degree. Yeah. I respect water. <clears throat> you respect it. So you yeah. don't cross boundaries. Yeah. Definitely a really cool thing. Um, I would definitely recommend checking it out, but do you have any fun updates? Oh, I got one year closer to 30 uh, last week. <gasps> I, turn, I turned 29 on the 6th. What a, a wonderful birthday. birthday to have ever since last year. Um, <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, I had a company holiday party this weekend. Uh, was very nervous, very nervous to go. It was it was a good time. I think most of the people who had uh, like symptoms stayed home. Um, we had fun. Uh, did find out someone I was sitting across from tested positive, but we think it might have been a false positive now. So fingers crossed it was. Um, I am not symptomatic. I am triple vaxxed. I am ready to go. I am twenty nine and feeling fine. <laughs> there you go you're continuing to somehow some way avoid covid and we should earmark right. this this clip right here for when one of us eventually gets covid right. and we can gets be like, oh, like look. inevitably yeah inevitably well hey another <laughs> week you skirted it and holy crap you're a year away from your 30s yep Less and you're six now. months away and you're six months away from your <laughs> yeah, yeah. and what do i do when i'm stressed about the future i look back at the past fondly right i yearn for a time that i can never get back (laughs) Uh, shall you all indulge me and we just decide to do that tonight Right. Just hop on this segue and we'll be on our way. Uh, That sounds so nice. I just want to be comfy. (laughs) So I don't even know what made me think of, made me think of this, but I want to do, and I'm curious because the prompt I gave you and we have not collaborated since. No. So as I was thinking of mine, I'm like, we probably interpret this differently and we're going to have two totally different themes, but my prompt to you was like five things you miss from childhood. Right. And this could go a couple of ways. This could be, you know, just from your childhood specifically, this could be more of a nod to the nineties. It could be a little bit of both. So I'm curious yeah. where you go. Do you have a ranking, a definitive ranking, or is it just five? I, I gathered more than five in case we had some doubles uh, because we did have the same childhood pretty much. Um, yeah. But a lot of mine are, are very specific. And that's what I was wondering too. I was thinking, hmm, like this, is he thinking just like very general, like mundane, regular things, or is he going to literally pick memories from our childhood? So 
Mine are a little bit of both. Okay. Mostly, mostly specific memories. How did you feel compiling this? <clears throat> Warm and fuzzy. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did too. And I also think... one, all except for one. One, I, you know, you know me. I had yeah. to, I had to rein it in with a little bit of realism, but for the most part, oh, very oh, warm and fuzzy. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back and forth with this. All right. I also don't necessarily have a definitive, but I'm going to make it definitive in terms of the ranking. Okay. So I'm going to start, and right. my number five was actually like the last one that I submitted. And it's creativity. Well, that's depressing. I know. I was going to say, let's start (laughs) being sad. (laughs) I don't know. You don't think you, you don't think you have creativity still? I do. But I think that as we get older, we get more boxed in with whether it be your regimented, Yeah. Your job, your day-to-day, whatever it may be, where. Man, it was just so cool. And I think I just, I, like, I was born to be a student where you're given like a project or a problem and you work in teams and then you like get graded on it and you get feedback and stuff like that. And I know there are jobs. People are probably like, yeah, I have a job just like that right now or whatever. Mine is not that way. And so that's definitely something I miss where uh, you have to find ways to oh God, you and I would do Rube Goldberg inventions. Oh my God. That so was one many, that I almost put down. If there are people right now listening to this that have never heard of the show Monster House. Oh my God. There was a show. It was the most now <sighs> looking back the trashiest idea ever. <laughs> I know it was. But there were like people, people that were, it was like extreme makeover, but they had a theme. <clears throat> so it might've been like, they were really into indiana jones and so they would just make the entire house look like the temple of doom and it was the coolest thing ever as a kid so cool i want to look back now and watch that and just like cringe at it but (laughs) we would try to reenact that then and like in our grandma's basement we would try to make certain areas look like a car museum or whatever like a waterfall or yeah yeah so they looked like shit let me just tell you (laughs) But in our minds, they were amazing. Yes. So like, I'm sure we brought our parents downstairs and they were like, look at this cool shit we made. And they're like, oh, wow, that's really nice, honey. (laughs) We're like, just wait, wait for this part. (laughs) They're like, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I, I think um, I still try to find ways to you know, pique that interest, whether it be projects at home or building stuff or whatever it may be. So like I, I made my own stand-up desk uh, probably a couple yeah. months ago. So I still find ways to get around it, but I just miss being in an environment where that was necessary. You had to be creative to like get good grades or whatever it may be. Right. I'm in, and I mean, I would say my, my job isn't super creative even though I think people would hear my title and think oh yeah you are exactly that because I'm a graphic artist but the position I actually uh I have it's it's not as much creative but I do feel like I I get where you're coming from like feeling like you complete something and then 
you did a good job or whatever. Like you yeah. get that response or whatever. And I, I feel like I, I feel like I do get that. And I have not even thought about not having that hmm. in, in like a work environment or not feeling like I'm, I don't know, <clears throat> still being creative. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I think uh, I think there's other ways to be creative. I think when we think of creativity as children, we think of stuff like that, like making crazy like machines or like finding crazy ways to, to play or whatever. But creativity in adulthood is just more like, how am I going to pay the rent on time? <laughs> what grocery am I not going to buy this week? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, there's other ways to be creative. How can I avoid <laughs> depression today? How can I delay it? How can I distract myself from my inevitable death? <laughs> uh, I love being creative. Number five for you. Well, okay, okay. So um, like I said, most of mine are just like, I don't know. <clears throat> They're kind of all, now that I look at them, they're kind of now all in the same realm of just having more time um, to just be uh, like, um, you know, some of the, some of the things we did as, as kids, which I, I do still want to kind of list off, but um, <clears throat> since you started with kind of a sad one, I'll just get my probably most yes. sad one off the list. And that is. And it's kind of a joke as well, but it's not. Uh, that would be my fast metabolism. Mm. <sighs> and energy. Those, God, those are good ones. I want to tackle this, but I, I'm like taking your, your thunder. So go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's basically just that. But then I also wrote maybe also the not comparing myself so much. Oh, oh God. Dropping some some knowledge isn't this a fun knowledge. list guys don't you yeah. love this <laughs> this is so much fun <laughs> it's so damn true that's so true because i think about now i i am constantly calculating when i eat i'm thinking of the sugars the saturated fats mm-hmm. the tummy aches doesn't matter what it is, the heartburn, <laughs> the, the diarrhea. It doesn't matter what it is. You always are, you have to calculate now. You can't just eat and live. I know. It's awful. But no, but I'm, I, it's, are you okay? it's also the, yeah, I'm fine. It's, it's, <laughs> it is also the, you know, when you're a kid, I mean, like, I can't say that I was like a fat kid because I was a very skinny kid, but it's not just like comparing yourself body image wise, but like, um, <clears throat> as a kid, I might've compared myself and thinking like, oh man, I can't run as fast as, you know, that classmate or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I really can't run as fast as that classmate because I would probably tear something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that is just the thing with aging too, is realizing that your body betrays you much more 
and you it doesn't bounce back as quickly and those sorts of things. Speaking of, I uh, I tried to hold to my um, my resolution and I did a workout tonight and I was like, you know, I'm just going to do this workout like there's no warm up in it, but I'll be OK. I'll just take it easy. I just won't stretch. Oh, mortal. Yeah, I made it made it halfway Mistake. through and uh yep my hammy is just done for and i was like god damn it <laughs> should have fucking stretched yeah Anyways. aging man how about number four what's that's, number a, four? that's, a, that's a phenomenal number five number four <clears throat> blockbuster okay and Hollywood I said, video. and I said blockbuster because I'm appealing to the general audience. Right. It got, it, got it. Got it. Got it. Exactly what you said. I would Hollywood actually video. say Hollywood, Hollywood video. Yep. So. Oh, I forgot only, about that. That's a good one. Not only it itself, but the symbolism of it. And let me explain it real quickly. So there was nothing like a Friday night. You get home from school and your parent says like, Hey, we're going to go to Hollywood video tonight. And you're like, what? And then you would go there and then you had a decision to make. Even at that young of an age, you get one title and you have to walk around the entire store. You have to comparison shop. You have to decide which yep. one's going to be the best one. Then if you decide you want a specific one, you have to go through and hope that there is an actual disc behind the display case. So- or- or that if it's one of those rentals where whatever one was more expensive, whether it was only a few days or like a long time, you had to beg your parents to be like, I know this only comes in this many days, but I really want to watch it. That too. Please. That too. Yeah. And then they try to upsell you on popcorn and there, it'd be like $18 for a bag of popcorn or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, not only it itself, but we all know the feeling of going on any fill in the blank streaming service today. Netflix is probably the most popular and you have like decision fatigue where right. there are too many options. And so you always just go to the same thing you've always watched. Or yep. in my case, I just close it and then go to YouTube and like watch something on YouTube <laughs> right. because there's just too many things like yeah. it's, and it's amazing. And we live in this content golden age right now where we are at the height of entertainment right now like clearly, but it's, we get overwhelmed by it. So it was just so nice to go there. You physically see all of the movie art. You see all the cases is is a lot slower. And then, well, and it's also, it's also almost like a fear nowadays of like, am I going to have wasted my time? Like, could you imagine then you rented the movie? It's too fucking late. Yeah. You gotta watch it. Yeah. You hate it. Well, you committed back then. Yeah. That's right. You committed. So yeah, number four for me is Blockbuster. <clears throat> well, I like that. I like, uh, it made me think of, which I completely forgot about, but it's along the same lines. So, I mean, I, it won't be my number four, but the library, um, which is not a childhood thing. You know, I mean, it is, but like you could go now if, if, if you wanted to, but I just miss, I miss that tradition of going to the library and doing the same thing kind of picking out discs or book or not discs back then it was tapes (laughs) um or books looking around for books about the titanic because i was a morbid son of a bitch i don't know why i I remember vividly 
renting the two VHS tape set of Titanic for probably like the limit of the times you could rent it in a row. And I was, I don't know, 10, you know? And the librarian was like, you just want to watch this again because of that handsome Leonardo DiCaprio. And I had no concept of the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio was handsome. (laughs) I was like, no, honestly, I'm just really interested in the history. (laughs) You and I were the same person because I can tell you to this day, the guy that wrote all the books and did all the research, remember his name? Yeah. Um, No. Robert Ballard. Oh, I don't remember that. (laughs) Yeah. He did like all the Titanic stuff because you and I would be like competing to get the three books that the Zanesville library had about the Titanic. Why were we so fascinated? And and that's the thing is like, you know, you think it might have been like a like a voyeurism thing as a kid, like, ooh, I'm being naughty and I'm watching that one scene, but I would literally fast forward through it, Josh. I would <laughs> fast forward through it. It came at the end of this first tape and I would just stop the tape and put in the next tape. <laughs> I was, I loved the history. Yeah, yeah. Is that your number four or are you just adding to the blockbuster? Um, well, I was just, I was just adding. I didn't write it down, but I feel like it's the same. It's in the same vein as blockbuster, so. <clears throat> Um, although, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm going to make that my number four. Cause I, cause like I said, I'm realizing now that most of mine are just memories and they're all kind of to do with the same yeah. realm of things. So you go ahead. Okay. Well, actually let's do a snake draft. So now you do your number three. Okay. 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 So I, I mentioned having time. So like a few things that I wrote down was like having a break, like having the summer off and the winter off and therefore what we would do at those times of the year, you and I. Um, Specifically one I listed was playing in the snow in the backyard and snow days. Mm. Gosh. And watching the scroll on the TV the night before, just praying. I saw a TikTok that apparently they just get a text now. Yeah. See, I think that is where society takes a step backwards. I think we actually had it better because it was all about the the chase, the thrill of. Um, How about I I would rather just get a quick notification and go back to fuck to sleep rather than waking up anyways, getting ready and sitting there and then finding Uh, out, oh no, just kidding. And then going back to sleep. It builds character. That's what boomers say. I know. <laughs> That's a no, good No, it was one, exciting. It was exciting, though. It was. Because then we would call each other and be like, oh, my God, my school was closed. Is your school closed? Yes. And then we would go to the fairgrounds. That's my... That's my um, number two. I'll, I'll slot it up to number three because it's basically the same thing. I said waking up on a summer morning. Mm-hmm. Waking up at any point doesn't matter if it's you know 9 a.m and you go back to sleep time, if it was time is not real in the afternoon time is no. not real time is you not have real. the the lawnmower in the background just fluttering in the grass you hear the birds chirping and again i feel like a lot of my responses it, it, it's not just the action itself or it's not just the event itself it's like the symbolism behind it I think that like the nicest thing now looking back at that time is you said time's not real and 
we had so much of a window of space to just do whatever the hell we wanted. And we weren't anxious with all that time. We just presently lived. We might've been bored here or there, but like we made fun and we just like, But can you know. imagine being bored now? I don't remember the last time I was bored. Yeah, because we don't allow ourselves to. No. And if we do get bored, it like kind of like makes you anxious. Right. Pisses me off. And I'm like, I need to open an app. Yeah. Or watch a video. But like, think about like, again, it's like the muscle memory. Like you immediately go for your phone. And like, then we just like lived, man. Like you want to go in the living room, play Gax flute? (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Now you have to quickly explain (laughs) what that is. It's an inside joke between two people. I know. For an audience. I know. Well, this whole this whole thing is about childhood and we grew up together. So, okay. Okay. So, I don't know if anybody will know what this item is. If, if you don't, just do a quick goobs. Um, it is called a GAC splat. I think it was that G-A-K. Is G-A-K. Yep. Splat. A, I wouldn't call it rubber. It was like, it was like squishy, but it wasn't sticky. I don't know. And it had yeah, holes. Like, it, was in silico- it. it was like silicone. Yeah. 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 And it had holes in it. So it's kind of like aerodynamic a bit or whatever. I don't even know what the real purpose of it was. I don't know if it was like a throw and catch ball or like, it wasn't like a sport sports ball where you would like hit it with anything. I don't know how they advertised it, but we definitely did not use it in the way it was advertised. Um, <laughs> So we would get together every Sunday and some Thursdays at our grandmother's house. And we would, we would just post up in the living room, which was a bit of a long room. Okay. And um, there was no, there was no goal. There was no score. The score was just basically how many pairs of underwear can you pee in? Yeah. Cause we would just like literally make each other laugh so hard that we would. That's yes. That was the only goal. I mean, like, the goal really was just kind of to like, be able to hit it back and forth. We would be all fours on all fours. Okay. And just wind up with our hand and just smack it. It's like a, it's like a baseball sized ball. Yeah. We would just smack it across to each other. We would just try to like smack it back and forth as fast as we could and like not get past each other or whatever. Mind you, there was tons of breakable objects. In Bases and picture frames. Picture frames. It was a, it was a living room. We were literally doing it in a living room. <laughs> And we would just like, like act dumb as fuck and like crawl around and like make funny noises and like fall on, fall on the ground and stuff and just try to make each other laugh. And the, because the, the ball is now a silicone, the amount (laughs) of bounciness to it defied the laws of of physics. Like you would just barely like hit it with, yeah, you would barely hit it with your hand and it would fly. And so like, it'd be coming in hot and you would return the volley and it would just, (laughs) I mean, you would. Um, there were times where we would get drilled in the cheek, right? Just like or in the smack. face. Yeah. I mean, splat is probably is a very appropriate word. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> to do to go back and do that. <laughs> okay, so I'll go with my number two. Okay. So my number two is school lunches. Oh hell yeah! And oh my I, god, I hell yeah! Packed my lunch most of the time. Me too. But school pizza day the rectangular pizza with the pepperoni cubes 
and ranch just smothered in ranch oh pizza day was amazing we had um like turkey gravy over mashed potatoes sometimes they do the breakfast oh. for lunch oh. they had some of the best stuff depending on what school you went to like holly had pizza day and they had stuffed crust pizza <gasps> yeah Ooh, we always had those uh like cheese sticks they were like stuffed cheese yeah the sticks. bosco yep mm -hmm. those were amazing but it was fun in elementary school you would get the printout of a calendar and it would tell you yeah. what was coming up that entire month mm -hmm. and so you can kind of plan accordingly like oh i really like this dish so i'll like go that day and then you get to middle school and you have a little more freedom like they might have had some snacks like yeah. salad yeah, and a salad. And I felt like, like such an thing. adult. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'll have a salad. Yeah. And a cookie. <laughs> and a cookie. And you had like a code you had to type in. Yeah. So cool. Amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> school lunches were just uh, so simple. Literally so yeah. simple. And there's something about like cafeteria style eating. It's just very comforting. Yeah. I still... I don't really remember any of my lunch tables except for my senior year lunch table. And we had so much fun. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. Now I just eat by myself in my apartment. You're just like hunched <laughs> over. Sadly, scrolling TikTok, scrolling TikTok <laughs> and watching a YouTube video in the background. Yep. And not really watching. Well, I guess you're watching TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that, is that all we have for, for that? Yep, that's number two. <clears throat> okay. So I feel like I want to piggyback off of my last one because I said summer and winter break. You said summer days, um, but I talked about the snow days. I have just like a laundry list of just memories that I just want to just, just rattle off. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so along the school line, uh, field day and recess. Oh my gosh. How did I forget field day? Field day. Yes. Oh my for, gosh. For young competitive athletic children, field day was just waited all year. Try to get them ribbons and try to get more than just your stupid ass green ass participation ribbon. So much fun. I couldn't, I, if I could do that again today and not die or break something. Lauren, I was just about to say right now. Okay. Listen, I don't, I don't even want to say this publicly because someone's going to take this idea. Okay. How, how in the hell is there not a adult field day event? How in the, because, because we will all break things. <laughs> sign a waiver, sign a waiver, throw some beer and the event and people will yeah. come like, yeah. They have like adult night at like kids museums, like COSI where we go in Columbus, um, where you, it's one of those things. I feel like uh, companies are realizing that nineties kids are having kids now. And so they want to kind of recapture that imagination where a child. Yeah. So like, you know, like blues clues will do nods to certain stuff or, like kids museums will have like adult nights where only like 18 and older can go or whatever. They need to do an adult field day. I would, oh my God, I would have so much fun. Like sack races, balance beams, whatever the hell we did. And, um, you know, like push ups or like chin up bars, jump rope, jump rope. long jump. That'd be so fun. 
be so be fun. fun. Um, but other than that, we, we've got a whole we've got a whole list here. Okay. okay? So <clears throat> this is the, these are a little bit more specific to you and I's childhood, but day trips to the local pool, mm-hmm. uh, trips to the movie, and then the mall, and then the McDonald's play place. Yep. Um, the fairgrounds as a entire category. So I I remember being so excited if it was a day that your dad would take us over to the fairgrounds, like flying kites. Like I always got so excited. I was like, oh, it's a windy day. Oh my God, we should go get your kites. Um, getting buckeyes. Yeah. Remember like throwing the basketball oh God, up absolutely. and knocking down buckeyes. Making um, and Yes, yes. Um, and then like riding bikes and rollerblading on the like the stages or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game we used to play, what was it? The it was like baseball, but it was I remember else. what it was called because we are going to get canceled by just saying the name of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like Indian something, isn't it? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> what was it yeah. called? The game in the year 1990s <laughs> was Indian Ball. Is that what it was called? Yikes. I have no Why? idea. I have, there's no like nod to anything indigenous no. about the game. My only guess is maybe truly it was a game that was played by like indigenous populations. Maybe it was. And so like they tried to give credit to like that that culture or tradition but i mean very, if you don't know if you don't know what it is you you were about to say it weren't you go ahead yeah just i was gonna say it's it's super simple all you would do is there would be one batter and there would be who however many people are playing everyone else would be in the outfield and all you would do is the batter hits the ball all of the people in the outfield are trying to field the ball and then wherever you are isn't it kickball though no, it was with the, a bat and a ball. I and thought it was. I thought it was kickball, but then you had to use the kickball to hit the bat, like a bowling. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. You're right. Yeah, we would use, I guess, a bigger ball, or you could at least. But then wherever you received or caught or whatever the ball, the batter would lay the bat down perpendicular to where you are. So like the long facing bat was facing you. And then wherever you were from that spot, you had to then roll it. And if you hit the bat in that one singular roll, then you got to bat. And so the kind of the goal was you wanted to bat as long as possible because it was fun. And then like, if you were within a certain amount of feet, like let's just say five feet, then you would put the skinny end of the bat facing the person. They had to hit just the tip of the bat and then they got just the tip, just the tip. (laughs) <laughs> we would bring goddamn like storybooks as bases yeah so yeah so i just wanted to reminisce in specific childhood memories we had a really good childhood guys we did the best actually <sighs> so my number one <clears throat> is kind of a culmination of all of this stuff especially when we were talking about the breaks but i said i miss not being so hyper-connected. Yeah. And it kind of goes with all of that stuff, with the games played at the fairgrounds, 
we we just made fun with like physical things around us simple very simple simple yeah and with the breaks the same thing like it's a very slow summer in a good way and the thing is you can say now you can still do that like oh we'll just turn off your phone and do that and yes you can but it's just different now yeah. Because it, your phone's still there and your brain now is altered because of your phone <laughs> and because of how fast news is and how quickly information passes. And with our phones, like I saw a tweet the other day that it said something along the lines of like, uh, sorry, I didn't text you back right away. Um, like I'm not an on-call doctor or something like whatever it was. It was like, I was busy, like living my life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just how we're always on call now. Like we're always connected. We're kind of, we have these expectations of how quickly to respond to stuff. And yeah, I don't know. It's, and then again, this is me sounding like an old man shouting at the clouds, but <laughs> there was something nice. I, I watch videos on YouTube all the time and there's memes about it where it's like a picture of the Renaissance and they're like, look, nobody's on their phones, but it's true. <laughs> like, right. And so there was something so simple about Book the 90s. Look good, phone bad. Yeah. There's something about the 90s that were just so, and the early 2000s, laid back and slower. And we were just okay with being, yeah, not forth. having anything in front of us. Right. Yeah. And I can't imagine it now. Oh, no. Number okay, one. You ready, you ready yeah. for my number one? Yep. Being taken care of <laughs> and, and feeling safe in that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that could be anything from like, you know, not having to think about bills to like not having to think about dinner um, and your worries being so much smaller because all of those things are taken care of for you. But childhood also, innocence in a way. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so how do you feel about that? Um, I'm glad we ended on two super depressing uh, well, <laughs> existential crises. But you're right. Because I actually thought about that for one of them. And I didn't know how to word it. So you worded it right. Cause like, think about when you were sick as a kid and if you had a, oh my a, God. a present parent and they just like took care of you. That and- is my, that is the biggest thing that like now I'm, it just like kills me. Cause I'm like, I hate being sick alone as an adult. It's awful. As a kid, your parents just existing beside you was the ultimate medicine. Yep. I don't know what it was, but it was, it, it, it's like, it, it, it transcends humanity. Just there, them being there was an elixir. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but you're right. It's just, there's something about when you're a kid, you're not thinking of all, and that kind of goes to, you know, how, and those breaks and stuff like that, you just didn't really have a care in the world. It was just no. kind of hanging out, living life. What's the next fun thing we're going to do? Everything was very low stakes. Yeah. So now what? Well, 
now we take care of ourselves <laughs> was there a question mark at the end of that <laughs> I, I tried to make it sound like heartfelt and like self-care but then we like the injections like, the ejector <laughs> seat halfway through the statement you're like well now we take care of ourselves <laughs> i think i might have like almost teared up there for a second <laughs> no i mean but we take care of other people i mean i think it's important to make other people feel taken care of um so i guess like if that's not just something I want, I would encourage people to, to, you don't have to like actually do things for people, but make them feel supported and make them feel like you care about their existence. <laughs> Give them a call, send them a text. And um, yeah, that can make me feel taken care of. It's not, it's not necessarily the mom I threw up anymore and then you know she takes care of the cleanup and you know now if I throw up I have to I have to take care of the cleanup yeah <laughs> but yeah I don't know I mean it doesn't have to be depressing it's kind of you know it's just one of those stages of life um that you go through but <clears throat> it would be nice it would be nice to not have to think about so much all the time yeah i miss that yeah i was wondering if i just didn't interject at all and i just stayed quiet if you eventually would have cried just kind of talking through the you know i was i was really i was really worried there in the middle of of that statement where i like you said you know just checked out um but i think i i think i came back around in my brain so it's it's positive now, but you know, when we, after we hang up, I might I might lose it. <laughs> oh, that's something else. I miss being able to cry and it being normal. 